Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. What happened to summer? I can't believe it. I hear parents out there saying, yay, my kids are really back to school. They're in a real school, whether they have to wear a mask or not, whether they have to sit six feet apart or not, it doesn't matter. They're in a real school. I hear other parents saying, I'm not sending my kids back to school yet. I'm going to (laughs) homeschool. Oh, wow. Some of you just about pulled your hair out homeschooling, but you know, as a teacher, I remember back in the day when those August back to school ads began. It was one thing when school started in September, but now school has started this week right here in Florida. Kids are back in school. Yours may be at a later date where you live. I don't know, but I can't believe summer has come and gone. Did you get a vacation in? Did you get to go visit with your family and friends? Some of you did. I love seeing some of your pictures on Facebook of what you and your family do. That's the only good thing I love about Facebook is keeping in touch with my former students and friends and former church family and, of course, my regular family. But, you know, when we think of going back to school, we think of autumn. There was an old song that we had a fella that I had taught in a vaudeville class that I was teaching through a St. Louis community group in the summer. And when I went back to school and I was teaching in a regular class and ready to do the fall play, I called it Act Your Age. And I had my students pair up with older people. At that time, these people were in their 60s, 70s, and even one man in his 80s. And these kids of mine, of course, were probably sophomores, juniors, and seniors. And they were thinking, what are we going to do with these old people? It didn't take them long to learn to love them. And the old people learned to love the young people. And many of them, quote, adopted, unquote, them as their granddaughter or their grandson. And the scenes that I wrote for them paralleled the stages of life. For instance, a baby has to be in a high chair and can't get out, and everybody feeds the baby, and grandma or grandpa may at the end of their life be in a wheelchair, and everybody feeds grandma and grandpa, even in a home somewhere. I also paralleled the teenage years, those that wanted to get out of the house and just go be on their own with those in their 60s and 70s that still had most of their functioning ability. And they didn't want to have to go live with their sons and daughters and be the live-in care that people needed to just take care of, almost an imposition sometimes. And I paralleled those two. And then the ones that kind of met in the middle, where life was good, families are happy. What about you? Have you met that happy medium in your life yet? 
I know one of the things that I especially love to talk about is the song that this 80-year-old man sang in a spotlight all alone on the stage. This was Grandpa who was wanting to be alone, not have to live and be an imposition on his daughter and her family. And he sang, Oh, it's a long, long while from May to December, but the days grow short. And he had this great baritone voice, and then he brought it down. When you reach September. It's called the September song if you want to hear it done right. I know that wasn't so good, but you got the gist of it. And the point is, now that I have passed really the summer of my life, I'm in the autumn the twilight years, so they call it. And we're in those in-between years where life is good. We have a few aches and pains, but we have a wonderful life here living on the lake in Florida, one hour from the Atlantic Ocean, one hour from the Gulf Ocean. And we are just living the life that we always thought our golden years should be. But many people are not. Many people just need something else. It's just not enough. The one thing that makes our life abundant is the scripture that says, I have come that you can have life abundantly and eternally. That's a promise that Jesus gave us. I didn't always know him. I didn't always have that abundant life. My teen and early 20 years were filled with strife and hatred, self-hatred and other hatred and just wanting to run away. I just wanted to go sit on the beach in California and smoke dope and drown in the ocean, I guess. Isn't that just horrible? What a life. And I was the forerunner of that. You didn't do that back in the 70s as much as kids can have anything they want right now. And they're bombarded with the internet and with drugs and alcohol and broken relationships and not sometimes even knowing who their biological father happens to be. And how do we expect this culture of kids that are going back to school to really learn what the personal side of school is. You, my friend, are somebody's hero. You are somebody that has made a difference in the life of those children. And there's a great poem that says, from the child's perspective, I'd rather see your lesson than just hear it any day. I'd rather you should walk with me than merely point the way. For my eye is a better learner, much more willing than my ear. Oh, your words can be confusing, but your example's always clear. For the best of parents, teachers, kings are those who live their creed and to see good put into action. That's what I really need. I can learn what all I should be if you show me how it's done, and I can follow every move you make, but your words too fast may run. Oh, those lectures you deliver may be very wise and true, but I'm more apt to learn my lesson by observing what you do. And I may misunderstand you in that great advice you give, but there's no misunderstanding when I see the way you live. Parents, grandparents, teachers, leaders in the community, those kids are watching you. 
Even adults are watching you. Your next door neighbor hears and sees you in a light that other people may not. What do they really think of you? What are you like behind closed doors? If you aren't the same person and living that same life that you profess, it just makes you what the world would love to call Christians today. Oh, you hypocrites. And that happens to be a word that's biblical. It means great actor. You can pretend and you might fool some, but there's someone you can't fool besides yourself. And that's God. He sees what you're doing. Remember the old Bette Midler? From a distance, God is watching. Well, it's not a distance. He's right here watching. If you've ever trusted in Christ as your Savior, you can have that abundant life. And you can have that eternal life. That's what I had to come to know because I didn't know how great life could be. And that's what I pray for you, my friend. Those of you in your 70s and 80s and 90s, as my sweet mama, 96 years old, she's still living an abundant life. She looks forward to eternity where my dad is. We just spent all of last week together. My mom, not my dad. And she's always just upbeat and never has a complaint, doesn't ask for anything. That's what I want to be when I grow up. My mom. Kids are watching. And my mama is the real deal. Are you, my friend? As your kids head back to school, Teachers, are you the real deal? Are you living what you profess? I pray that I was, and I pray that your kids will have great role models in and out of school. But you, my friend, may be the only scripture, the only Bible, the only Jesus they ever see. What are you doing? God, I just pray for the one that is listening right now, that as their children, grandchildren, neighbors, nieces, nephews, family, friends, community, church members, as they see the one that is listening, Lord, I pray that you will give them the real life that you promised. We can have life abundantly. Doesn't mean it's going to be joyous with no bumps in the road and hurts and pains and trials and tribulations. You tell us we will have those too. But you said, behold, I have overcome the world. Bank on that, my friend. He, for sure, is the real deal. God bless you. And if you've never trusted in Christ as your Savior, now is the time. You need to go have a little talk with Jesus. Won't you tell him all about? I know I've got old songs because I'm old. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper shaking the salt. And thanks for being with me today. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.